Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of Can You Afford to Ignore Me, the podcast with Elizabeth Rodriguez Dennehy and me, Shannon Gregg. We're here today joining you on our third topic, which is how do I maintain authenticity? This is really great for anybody who's wondering how they can be themselves at work and still be seen as the professional that they want to be. Our first two episodes, how do I take charge of my career and how do I get promoted, certainly garnered a lot of responses. And so I'll ask you to continue to send us your feedback at Shannon at ShannonGregg.com and we read every single one. So please keep sending them to us because we love to hear what you're thinking. Our next few episodes are going to cover working parents, what to do if you are one, what to do if you're not one, what to do if you're thinking of becoming one. So I think you're certainly going to enjoy that little sub-series. Hey, a lot of you have asked me, what do I do if I don't have an Elizabeth in my life? Well, first I would tell you, there is the ability for you to grab her book, Can You Afford to Ignore Me? And second, I have to tell you some very exciting news. Elizabeth has recorded a video series that is called The Corporate Success Formula. You can grab it today at shannongregg.com success. She covers seven key competencies in a video format that help you to understand how you can take control over your future. So go ahead to shannongregg.com success and learn how that you can also have confidence in everything you do, how to brand yourself, how to self-promote, how to be strategic about your networking, and other things that are going to help to propel you throughout your corporate career. Now, welcome again to our third installment, How Do I Maintain Authenticity on Can You Afford to Ignore Me? The podcast. Enjoy! I'm so happy you're here today for our third installment with Elizabeth Rodriguez Dennehy, who is a woman I am so blessed to call a friend. And professionally, she is a gender integration strategist, author, all around lovely person. And she is here with me today to talk to you about maintaining authenticity. So in our very first session, we talked about taking charge of your career. And that's so important. How do you become the CEO of your own career? And Elizabeth gave us so many great tip. I will be sure to post the link to that. So if you haven't seen it, you can catch up on it. And the second one, which I think was phenomenal, was how do I get promoted? And Elizabeth gave us lots of ideas, particularly around building your own network, your own brand, and really finding and accepting stretch assignments. And I know that that went well, because I heard a lot of really positive feedback about that and great questions about it. So today, we're here to talk to you about maintaining authenticity. And I know this has been a really important question for me, particularly as a woman in sales management. And Elizabeth, I don't know if you can remember the first time I met you, we met for lunch at a restaurant and I said to you, it is so hard for me being a woman in sales management in a company that is mainly run by men. How do I be me? How do I be me and still be accepted? And so that is, I think, where kind of a lot of this idea for this burned from. So I know I can't wait to hear from you today. We've got people who are joining us live. Can't wait to hear from you today. So take it away, lady. Thank you. And you're right. That was a, a pivot in our, in our relationship. Uh, we went from 
just getting to know each other, just starting to know that we could be collaborators and now obviously good friends. And I'm thrilled to be here to talk about one, perhaps the most important key core competency that you want to think about when you're thinking about your career. And that is authenticity. And it's interesting uh, how people just take this concept a little bit lightly. And so we want to make sure we help you understand what it is, how it looks like, why is it so important? I'm going to share with you some of the science behind the importance of being authentic. And we'll obviously give you good tips. And as I do this, and as I go through the experience uh, of of sharing with you what we know to be really, really powerful tips. Shannon is going to show you how she has gone through the experiences that we and, and some of the things that we're discussing. So the first thing that's really critical for us to understand is what is being authentic. And being authentic is about knowing not only how good you are at what you do, but really understanding how strong you are in terms of certain things. What is it that triggers you? What are the things that you're not very good at? What are the things that really are not appealing to you? What are the things that drive you? It's a feeling of really understanding that what I call emotional boundary. I can go this far, I can stay here, and you're able to sort of gauge that in real moment. And so when I met Shannon, we were talking about this, and Shannon, how, how, how does this work for you? How is it that now, or perhaps in my impression of you, I felt that you were really a very authentic person. I don't think there's a care of you that is not true, but tell me what's happened since the moment we met to where you are now. You know, I, I think it took me a long time to get to a place where I can I could say, I understand my sense of self and I know exactly who I am and I'm going to represent myself that way because people who appreciate my personality and my work will do that because of who I am alone as myself. And I think a lot of our conversations were really about when I'm working in this world that is so dominated by men, do I do I do what they're doing to become more successful or do I be myself and allow and allow that to shine through? And I think through some of our conversations and your guidance, I I felt even more empowered to do that. So it was almost like you co-signed on that for me. Yes, keep being yourself because yourself is who got you here. And and when we talk a lot about that concept of what got you here, it, it can continue to push you forward. And so a lot of it was just having you saying, you got this, you keep doing what you're doing because it got you here. <laughs> Permission to speak freely, right? Like it's in the army. Um, I, and you know, here's the reason for it. And, and this is again, why we want, share this information with you. The reason why authenticity is paramount is key is because unless you're authentic, people cannot trust you. And in the world that Shannon lives, we all live, but Shannon in sales, unless there's trust, there's nothing. And so, so the importance of understanding how is it that authenticity is tied in with trust. And the reason for it is that people need to be convinced about who you are, your real self, to promote you, to speak well of you, to give you a hand. The, the feeling of trust is essential. And the, the science behind it is what's really, when I read this for the first time, it was like, oh my God, this is really incredibly powerful. And that's one of the conversations Shannon and I have had. And I'm going to refer to her to give you some of that, you know, how it works for her. But here's what science is telling us. The way the brain is designed, 
is designed so it's like as like the loop, the open loops area of the brain, this frontal cortex is able to, and here's what's important for you to remember, feel, capture, get feelings. Actually, my body modulates in front of you according to my interaction with you. So that's a very powerful truth. Means that people catch the emotions I send out. If I send an emotion that is not truthful about me, you will feel it. And if you do, in unconsciously and then consciously, you're going to push out. Does that make sense, Shannon? It makes perfect sense. And I think we've all experienced it when we're in a meeting and we say something and people don't listen and we start to shut ourselves down and we start to not be true to ourselves because we want to, we want to get it out. We want to be heard. And I think we're, we're so busy thinking about how to posture and how to present ourselves that when we do say what we want to say, it's not coming across as authentic. And, and it's, it's so when it's not authentic and here's again, science behind the truth of, of authenticity, we become what's called dissonant. So the two words for today is when I'm not in my zone with you and I am not congruent, I create dissonance, which is my capacity to push people back. There's something Mm -hmm. I'm not really reading from you that makes me feel comfortable. The flip side is when I am fully integrated and I'm in that meeting, just like Shannon is saying, and you are thinking through, how do I paraphrase my statement to be heard? You're working from your inner power and you create resonance. And so the two words we want to be aware of is authenticity can create resonance. Lack of authenticity creates dissonance. And if I'm in that place, I can get stuck. I can plateau. Seeking to look or be like other people and become a chameleon is a no-no. You just don't want to go there. And I think what Shannon is saying is she tried it, she went through it, she took it on, you know, for size, she dressed it up, and it worked for her. Now, Shannon, you've gone through a couple of different changes lately. How is this thing about being yourself and bringing yourself to everything you're doing right now, working for you now? It's going very well, and I think one of the things that I've learned to do is to deal with that dissonance and say to myself, yes, I feel fearful, and there is always this creep of imposter syndrome, which is somebody going to think I don't deserve to be where I am now, or how did somebody else get to be where I think I deserve to be. And so pushing through that fear and and maintaining that sort of emotional ability to say, I deserve to be where I am and I've worked hard to get where I am and and I can recognize that and I want to make sure other people recognize that as well is, is a way that I have found to deal with that very dissonance to say, no way, fear. You're not going to get in the way of, of me accomplishing the things that I know I can accomplish. And you know what? One of the things that I'm learning, and this is, I want to stop here and remind everyone that's been part of this experience. This is a ongoing process. Personally, I go through self-reflection and I'm going to give you the tips I use, we've used because they work. But this is, this is not about, oh, I got, I got it. This is about I'm always consistently looking to understand how is it that my true voice is coming through. And Shannon is saying there are moments in which I'm afraid and fear can take the best of my moment of feeling I want to contribute. The beauty of what we're helping you with today is that you will be able to say to yourself, 
I feel fear. I feel intimidated. When you accept that and not fight it, your emotional setup is open for the next great thing, which is, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you say to yourself, oh, I'm not going to even address my fear. Again, you're creating a lack of congruence because the truth is you do. And that creates dissonance. So the funny thing about authenticity is that when you speak from truth, be it I'm afraid, I am powerful, I'm calm, all those emotions, when they're heartfelt, are felt by the people around you. And that is your moment of true and unequivocal power. It always works. And so I'm going to go through some tips. And what we're going to do, Shannon is going to just give you a, a, some of the examples that she uses on a daily basis to help her with the tips we're going to throw at you and tell you they work. So number one is understanding emotional intelligence. I, I really want to mention a name and a book that we highly recommend. The name of the author, Daniel Goleman, G-O-L-E-M-A-N, and the name of the book, Emotional Intelligence. And so authenticity doesn't happen without an understanding of who I am, a dialogue of where I come from. And so Goleman, he gives you a beautiful set of tools. They're easy, clear, they're clean. They're so malleable to anyone that I, I highly recommend that once we're done with this live session, you go and you get yourself a copy of Emotional Intelligence. It's a great, it's a great book. Shannon, how is it that emotional intelligence have, has been useful for you? This is something that, that I'm pretty serious about, and, and I, I didn't want to address it a few years ago in my career because it felt really soft, and, and I felt like I needed to be all about results and metrics and KPIs and all of the numbers, analytics. Okay. And when I picked up this book, and, and I did take the quiz, and the quiz told me very specific. When I read it, it read like somebody had interviewed me and told me exactly who I was. And, and it forced me to confront the things that I didn't want to be true about myself and right. make a plan on how to deal with those. And then to recognize the things that, that I did think were important to my emotional intelligence makeup. So I fully, fully support getting this book. And I think once you can understand what your emotional intelligence makeup is, you can say to yourself, you know what, it's time for me to play my game. Yeah. And, and here's what's fascinating. And I, I'm going to stop here. If there is a game, it's not their game. It's not your game. The moment you understand there's a game in front of you. And that game requires different types of people to work or play in different parts of the game. If all of us play in the same position of the game, we lose. The power that we bring, and I'm going to say we women, is that we bring that other perspective. And in bringing it with the gusto and the congruency of the who we are, and yes, part of that is we're women, brings in the power into the room. Beautiful. So what we've been trying to do, which is become more manly, is the antidote to our professional development. Because, and here's the other part, men who really know most of them really, really want to be involved in this conversation, tell me, I really admire the women who come to the room being themselves. And I can feel and tell the ones who are trying to be too, again, manly, too direct, too strong. And if it's not in your character and in your faking it, just like we said, you're creating dissonance and people feel it. So number one is learn 
more about emotional intelligence and make it part of your professional development. Bring it in. Two, I want you to start to think, how is it that you're going to give yourself some time out, some space to reflect on the who you are? I work with executive women. I had a last week a session with a group of them and then I coach some of them and when I talk about blank space they look at me like I'm talking Chinese because they're saying I have to do 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 execute and I tell them in the moment in which you find yourself right now the most important thing for you is to think and reflect and I don't want you to wait till you're in a position of some degree of power to have to start to create this muscle do it now at 27 at 30 embrace the moments of phase, quiet time, reflection, and self-talk. Where am I? What do I like? How is it? Why did that feel make me feel intimidated? Why did I speak up that moment? All that is really important. So emotional intelligence, understanding what it is first. And number two, reflection. Shannon, reflection, time out. How does that work for you? Because you have a little one around the house running and asking more and more of your time. <laughs> So a lot of people talk about meditation. That's very hot right now. And I think for me, meditation is truly just reflection. And I compartmentalize. I'm, I'm so process oriented. So I say, you know, from 7.30 to 5.30 is when I work. And from 5.30 to 9 o'clock is when I spend time with my family. And then from 9.30 to 10.30 is when I sit down, I reflect, I pause, I think, I write things out. I've got this notebook here where I just write down things that I'm thinking about. How did I come across? how would I have done that differently? And while we say feedback is a gift and it's so important to receive feedback, you should get feedback from yourself as well. And I give it to my, and I'm hard on myself, but it allows me to say, how, when I'm reflecting on this, how can I turn that around and make it a positive for myself and also for the image I'm projecting? And by the way, this reflection time is also about saying to yourself, today I was awesome. Today, I sold that show. Today, I earned my money. Today, I was a star. So reflection is really important because it's going to give you the, the moment for you to, you know, bring out your internal voice. Number three, and uh, Shannon sort of segued into this, is observing people's response to you. Uh, and I'm not talking about approval of people. This is what I do. When I walk into a room of 500 people and I'm going to give a one and a half hour presentation, I, I allow myself to feel the room. Uh, and, and that sense of observation, I'm looking at how people are getting settled, sitting down to get a feel of where is it that I'm supposed to go. Walking uh, through a hallway. How do people observe me, respond to me when I smile at them? How is it that people respond to me in a meeting? And again, it's that sense of almost a third person, you as a third person, looking around and getting information about what is it that your persona is doing to a group of people? How is it that your persona impacts 500? How is it that your persona impacts this one person in front of you? Because that's going to inform you as to how is it that people uh, are getting you or not? Is it really? Are, are you really thinking that about me? And, and here you're saying to yourself, huh, that's awkward. So Shannon, how is it, have you had that experience? And, and so how have you sort of 
figure out how to self-regulate that? Well, I can tell you specifically, I used to work with a guy who was a VP of sales. Uh-huh. And I recognized that every time I spoke, he would cut it down. He would tell me why I was wrong. He would let everybody else know it was a bad idea. And wow. I let him into my headspace. I gave him free rent in my head. Move on in, pack your bag. I'm going to let you be here. <laughs> and, and, I, and I had a hard time with it. And I processed it a lot. And I talked about it a lot with people. And, you know, I think one day I said to myself, you know what? Who cares? I'm not going to let you in there because for the one you, there are 15 other people that say that's a valuable contribution. I appreciate what you're saying to me. You're sharing things that make me feel like I'm better at my job. And Instead of letting that crowd of 15 come inside of my brain and say, you're killing it, I'm letting this one guy live inside of here. And so I had to take the specific intent to say, no more, buddy. You're not going to get inside of here. I'm not going to let you tell me how to feel about myself. And that's hard and it's consistent. Every time somebody looks at me and says, well, why would you say that? I have to remind myself, you're not paying me rent. You can't get inside of my head. She said she's doing an eviction notice permanently. <laughs> out, 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 out. And that's, that's a beautiful analogy. And for some of you, if that works, take it. I, again, what's really, really important is that, and that's, again, a very common with women, when we get criticized and there's a, a whole rationale behind it and we do training to help you understand how is it that it works and you work it out. But typically the one person who gives you criticism is the one that you listen to, even though 45 people say you did a phenomenal job. And this is uh, science. We've uh, surveyed this behavior. And that's why part of the rationale behind my work is to help women understand contexts that are not good for them. Shannon created an eviction notice and she said, you're not coming to my apartment anymore because you're not a welcome renter. No, I, as a landlord, I want something better. To learn more about emotional intelligence, number two, we want to reflect and think it through. And number three, we want to observe how people respond around me. Number four, we want to ask advice. We want to seek a coach, a mentor, the friend that tells you the truth about your hair day. That's really critical. I have a whole bunch of people that I ask and consult with. Uh, Shannon is one of them. So we bounce from each other. There are certain things that I I, want to do or I think I'm doing. And because she brings a different perspective, it's very useful for me. I look at people in, in my family or people, some friends I have. And I'm constantly, and it's not, again, seeking approval. That's not where I come from. It's about, you know, I was thinking of doing it this way. And I like to hear about how that would look or feel based on the work I do, for instance. And, and so Shannon um, is a great example of someone I bounce ideas from and take advice because it's not age bound and it's not experience bound. It's about getting people who are real who can also inform you on how is it that you continue that, that your you know, path of authenticity. Does that make sense to you, Shannon? I think it makes perfect sense. And I want to just repeat your four tips in case anybody's writing it down. I mean, I I already have it written down. I still wrote it down again. But the first one is commit to understanding emotional intelligence. There are tools that you can use. Use them. Get out there and use them and and know who you are so you know how you want to respond to these things. The second one is carve out some time to self-reflect. 
Yes. Find that time to go back and ask yourself what's going on here. The third one is examine and understand how people respond to you and then decide what you want to do with that information. And then the fourth one is ask advice from your friend, from a mentor, from a coach, from somebody who's going to give you the honest truth about the things you're struggling with, but then also give you some catalysts of good ideas that you can use to move forward with. Exactly. That's and, and let me let me close with a something I heard the other day, which I think is part of the work Shannon and I are committed to doing. How true is it what people told you when you were five? How true is it when somebody criticized you? How real is that to your reality today? Why are you bringing them to your office on Monday morning? when they're not really even part of the reality you are living in. And so authenticity is about saying to yourself, this is who I am, and I'm also going to shed any thoughts that describe me or spoke of me in any different way. For this voice I carry is a good one. It's a voice that makes me feel strong. And it, and it makes me feel I belong. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And it was so eloquent and beautiful. <laughs> I'm running as, as, yeah, so definitely, you know, uh, leave that person in your corner bedroom, maybe the closet. I love the analogy that Shannon is using about addiction. I'm going to take that one. I like it a lot. And so, you know, here we are. We've concluded these three sessions. You've got some exciting news about a program that you are working yes, on. Yes. So I mentioned it before, uh, it's called uh, our corporate success formula. And this is, um, again, going back to what do I want to do regarding my work that makes this work accessible to anyone. And technology is the way to go. And we put together a series of modules, presence, branding, how to leverage mentoring experiences. I want to put the package together for you to be able to access this information. It's going to be done on video format. I'm going to, we created the videos. You have some exercises that you will do. And as a part of it, and that's the final touches we're putting together, I want to be able to give you the opportunity or the option to have coaching sessions with me. I feel that this is going to be one of the most powerful tools you can access. You can watch them on your own time, at your own pace. You don't have to wait for your company to sign you up for training that maybe you'll never get called and it's unfortunate, it shouldn't happen. You should be able to have as much information about your professional development as possible. And as far as I'm concerned and Shannon is concerned, we will continue to offer this for you. So Corporate Success Formula is coming up. We will announce the way in which you can get involved. And so that's the number two thing we're going to do after this. And number three, <laughs> While we're talking about this, I want to tell everybody who isn't already signed up for your Monday morning reset to do that. Elizabeth's going to tell you her web address and you can, you can sign up for this Monday morning reset. It comes on Sunday night, which is my most dreaded time. You know, the weekend's wrapping down, you're trying to switch yourself into work mode and bam, like a tiny little gift every Sunday night. I get this email from Elizabeth that says, here's your one word to focus on. It's going to make your Monday morning feel pleasant. And so what, what I would like you to do is send us your, your email and then I'll be more than happy to set you up in, with our, our website. If you look at our website, Rodriguez and Associates LLC, you will find Monday Morning Resets. You just go into, click there, and then you can sign up directly. It's very easy because we created a page for you 
to sign up and have access to another one of those things that we're doing and it's free of charge. For you to keep yourself grounded and on purpose, we're really getting beautiful testimonials behind the effort. And one thing I want uh, you to know as a our next sessions, we just figured it out today, we're going to be doing a session on what we call mommy guilt. So women who are mothers, women who want to become mothers, women who are managing mothers at work, uh, we feel it's a very important topic. We want to address it in full. Uh, we're going to design a program, most likely it will be four or five modules. It will be here and and we hope you follow us and join us in that conversation. I think it's very important. And if you have men in your life that um, are important to you, have them look at this because it's important for them too. It helps them feel much more comfortable with, you know, the duality of two professionals working at home. Does that make sense? I think it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, we think that we are, it's, it's going to be a yeah, good topic. And again, reach out to us if you have any questions from what we just discussed, send us comments or email. I think, uh, I know Shannon is going to post it, uh, this session in YouTube. You know, look for us in our websites and look for us in LinkedIn, again, Facebook, Instagram. We're also in Instagram. Um, any which way, connection is important. You don't have to go through any of this alone. And here you have two women telling you our hands are available, our hearts are open, here we are. And so with that, uh, we really enjoy spending time with you and we hope we, we see you soon. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.